Growing Up with a growing understanding speech pathology. Conversations about children's development that will support you through your parenting journey. Welcome back to Growing Up with a Growing Understanding Speech Pathology. Today I am joined by Kylie Files from Mama P. Kylie is a mum to two boys and she established Mama P as a way to support her own family around their wholesome food journey. Today we'll be talking through ways that families can navigate a new way of eating and nourishing their families to help to avoid some of the symptoms and signs that they may be seeing in their own family and that leads to that journey of more nutritious and nourishing food within their families. Welcome. Hello, thank you. Thanks for coming in. I'd love to hear about Mama P. I know about Mama P, but I'd love for our audience to hear all about your journey and what Mama P is all about. Well, Mama P, um, we are a whole food cafe and the P, because everyone does ask, where does Mama P come from? Well, it comes from my surname, Files, so not very inventive, but um, yeah, so we're a whole foods cafe based in Charlestown and we started the journey because I've got two boys um, and my youngest started to get asthma eczema, always constant hay fever, scratching, itchy skin. So I went to the doctors as we do and they just want to prescribe steroid, steroid cream. And I, it just didn't sit with me. So I um, went down the path of food and looking at food, what we put on our skin, what we put in our bodies and went down a massive rabbit hole. But, you know, it's, it's just an awareness and seek and you shall find. And I just uncovered so much information and really began the healing journey. And it did all begin with food, what you put in your body really reflects on what's happening on the inside reflects on the outside so hence all the rashes and itches um yeah so he was allergic to gluten dairy additives preservatives yeah so we we went about taking all that out of his diet and that went down through all of our family we all went on this diet bought myself a thermomix at the time because we had to start making everything from scratch and um, yeah, so that sort of started the ball rolling with making healthy food and um, founding Mama P because we couldn't eat anything out. So I sort of thought there was a bit of a gap in the market at that time, which was around seven years ago. So yeah, we just started to create the food and make it. And here we are seven years later. And it really is amazing. Even, you know, with all of the goodness that's in the food that you create, it's also like works of art looking at some of the foods that you come up with. It, it doesn't look like it should be good for you. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is where we're at now. We are in Insta social media reality. So food has to look good. We all know that we eat with our eyes first. So it has to look amazing. And that's the beauty though of fresh whole foods is it's 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 easy to make them look good when it's not a schnitzel, chips and gravy. So it's it's all healthy, so it's easy to make it look abundant with edible flowers and everything that's all beautiful and natural. I'm a little bit addicted to, I think it's your, called your Tropicana bowl mm -hmm. or any of the acai yep, bowls. Yep. I just 
amazing they look too beautiful to eat they're but then so they're good. just divine as well yep yeah. yep that's just it you feel like you're having something naughty but it's really good for you yeah which is a bonus yeah i love it and so it's it, all of that natural eating and you know wholesome foods has helped your son with all of those yeah reactions. absolutely yeah yep yep he um he is pretty good with most things now he can't have a lot of dairy But that's the gist behind when you find out that you can't have a lot of these ingredients. And this is happening more and more each day. We have, we have new faces walk into our cafe every day and say, I've just been told I can't eat gluten, I can't have bread, I can't eat dairy. Oh, my God, what am I going to eat? What am I going to do? And we're like, chill out, we've got you covered. But it is really scary at first because you do have to absolutely change up everything that you've been eating. But once you start the journey and then, which is, which is a healing journey because it all begins with the gut. So once you start to give the gut a bit of a break from those foods which are causing irritation, you slowly can over time start to introduce it back in and you don't have as as you know bad a reaction. So yeah, so he so he's pretty good now. Yeah. 80/20. He knows. Well, he's 12 now just turned 12. So I've sort of been educating him when he does eat food to listen to his body. I don't stop him now from eating anything like I used to, but he knows what he can and he can't eat. And sometimes, and people who do have those kind of similar food allergies, um, sometimes you're willing just to try it again and see how it goes. So yeah, so he's pretty good. He can have little bits now, but he knows that if he's gone overboard, he will regret it, but he's willing to put up with it. Are you concerned about your child's communication and language skills? A growing understanding speech pathology will help you and your child grow confidence and communication skills. Visit agrowingunderstanding.com.au to make an appointment today. Do you have any advice or any tips for families if they're not yet on that journey that you've experienced with changing up the way that they're eating? Do you have any advice for them if they are noticing things about their family and about their children about where to start and where to yeah, where to get more information? Well, I I think that um that it is very scary. It is very scary when you first find out that it it's really overwhelming because you think, "Oh my god, I mean, parents now, we're we're usually cooking a few different dishes for family members anyway, me included, because my eldest is a fussy eater. So he doesn't have allergies, but he's really particular and fussy with what he has. So it can be very overwhelming. But I think that if you just start to make a couple of changes weekly and just do it gradually, don't try and do it all at once. I think that that sort of helps reduce the overwhelm just to get you started. You can't do everything and we're not perfect and there's still things that we eat that we shouldn't and we all do, but you you just got to, you got to start. You just have to start and don't beat yourself up at the beginning. I think that's the best way. Try and not stress too much about it and just say, I've got this. This is going to be all good. We're going to do it. Love that. My husband, uh, about 12 months or so ago, he was talking about, you know, eating more healthily and and was wanting to start steaming more vegetables for for lunches and for dinners and that kind of thing. He wanted to go out and buy a steamer. And I said, you know, we've got a Thermomix in the kitchen and you can use the Thermomix Mm. to – and it was just like a light bulb went on for him and he then was able to do all of these amazing things with different foods. But I think it's just changing one little thing or – 
learning something or just getting an idea or some inspiration from something to yep. start incorporating into your Every is he day. cooking you some meals now? Yeah, mostly good. his meals, but he would cook for That's okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. Got to get a start. Yeah, Got to get started. That's <laughs> it. So, from a speech pathology perspective, have you crossed over with speech pathology before? And what do you know about the speech pathology profession? Yeah, so my, um, yes, both of my kids have actually been to speechy. They both had a bit of a lisp. I think one couldn't say R and one couldn't say S. So we did um, we did a couple of terms and loved it. They loved it. It was it was great and really yeah really good for them. So yeah yeah and and I think interestingly with you know Mama P as well we see a lot of children for feeding challenges as well mm-hmm. and so it often comes up about allergies and yeah how children are eating. So I think when people think speech pathology it, it's always about the communication side of things and little known about the feeding side of things that we can help with children with feeding challenges. And sometimes children who are fussy eaters also have some underlying intolerances or allergies and things too. So I think that's where we can cross over a little bit as well. Yeah, I yeah. do I do remember when we sort of started doing a bit of speech pathology and you'd go into the clinics and see obviously a lot of sensory equipment. And then for me, because I didn't know anything about it, I see that it's obviously for kids who are on the spectrum and all different challenges and over the years when I've done lots of research and reading into my eldest son who's a fussy eater I definitely noticed that it is that kind of sensory stuff and slow introductions of foods to try and get them to eat everything so and make them look beautiful Mm. as well like you know in in terms of how you present your food you want to make it look enticing and engaging and and as easy as possible for them but it's always the challenge because there's some people who advocate just um mashing everything up and giving it to them in a puree and just to get the nutrition in and there's some who say that that you need to touch it what is it is it like the 50 exposure rule where if your kids don't like vegetables you should get them shopping with you just to name it is an exposure just to touch it not cooked help you cut it help you prepare it like they're all exposures then allow it on their plate yeah definitely all of those those little experiences can be good for both the feeding and for communication Mm. stuff as well yep yeah grow with us and join an active community of parents on facebook at a growing understanding and instagram grow understanding Again, from a speech pathology perspective, what are you reading? What are your children reading at the moment? Do you enjoy reading? Yes, we do. Lots of reading. They, well, now they're 12 and almost 14, so they're into Dungeons and Dragons. So they're reading the D&D manuals because they're playing games. My eldest, he loves Ready Player One. I don't know if you know about that. But that look, they, they play a lot of games, a lot of board games and card games as well. So they're forever reading all the rules. Um, so they, my youngest has not got into a lot of novels. Um, my eldest did read a little bit more, but they, they've got most of their reading from board games and card games. So reading things that they're really interested in. Pokemon, Pokemon is back with a vengeance. So Pokemon books, Pokemon manuals, reading all the stats of what the Pokemon do and yeah. I'm pretty clued up on Pokemon, let me tell you. <laughs> I've got to say, my Pokemon vocabulary is pretty good. Oh, Having a nine-year-old good. boy, I think, yeah. Yes. I, yeah, my Pokemon vocabulary is very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it. 
for families that are just starting on this process and starting to identify some of the challenges with certain foods and maybe some intolerances for their children, are there any resources or any books that you found particularly helpful or yep. something that you can recommend to families? So there's a f- amazing lady who I discovered when I sort of first went on this journey is um, Jo Witten from Quirky Cooking. So she's got amazing array of Thermomix recipes um, now I do, I would suggest to try and get a Thermomix, whether you get a new one or a secondhand one, because there's so many on marketplace and there's even a lot of other different types of thermi types out there. But I think that it definitely is worthwhile for you to get some kind of food processor so you can start to make some stuff at home. Um, but yeah, Quirky Cooking, she's amazing. She's got quite a lot of books, an amazing website with lots of resources on there. Everything everything she makes can be gluten, dairy, nut, like so many different intolerances. The GAPS diet, I've heard, and, and she's done GAPS as well. So GAPS is really good, which is gut and psychology syndrome, which is all about healing your gut. Um so there, I, I sort of would start with um, quirky cooking, just for nice, proven meals to get you started. And of course, if you don't want to cook, you can come into Mama P because yeah. uh, <laughs> we've got you covered. <laughs> I love it. And so where can people find information about Mama P and where can they find you? We are on all social media channels. So Facebook, Instagram, we've got a website, which is mamap.com.au. Um, and that's M-A-M-A-P. Yeah, we, we've got, like, we sort of specialise, we've got a full sit-down cafe menu, but we also specialise in cakes and treats because we they're a, one thing that a lot of people freak out that they're going to miss out on is cakes and desserts when you can't have X, Y, Z. So we've got you covered there. We've got lots of whole celebration cakes, raw cakes, and everything's gluten-free, dairy-free, refined sugar-free, additive-free. So yeah, you can jump online or just pop in. We're open seven days at Charlestown. Awesome. Shameless plug. Yeah. No, I was going to plug you anyway. (laughs) So do definitely check out the socials. Do go in and visit Mama P. And thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Growing Up with a growing understanding speech pathology. We love helping families navigate their parenting concerns and ensuring your child can grow and achieve. Please rate and review wherever you're listening so we can continue to grow together. 